Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of What Pad Reads, where I'm going to be reviewing the book Saved in this episode. So, jumping right into it, it has 500 reads, impressive, 88 votes, and 7 parts. She does say that it is an ongoing book, so awesome. And um, I'm going to read the summary. It's short, so yeah. Oh, wow. It says a true story. Hmm. Wow, I legit just saw that. And I am even more impressed somehow. Wow. All right, so let me just read the summary. No one knew how hard it was for her to plaster a fake smile on her face to act like everything was okay. No one cared enough to find out. Or maybe she was good at hiding. And that's that. Wow, I love uh, short, sweet, to the point um, summaries. I appreciate authors that do this. Because, you know, sometimes I feel like they just put in, you know, a, basically a chapter. They write a chapter for a summary. And a summary is just supposed to be something short and sweet. But anyway, I don't want to ramble on too long. I just want to say that the book is labeled as um, teen fiction. So if you love teen fiction, then this is definitely a book you need to check out. Let's get into chapter one. Chapter one, lace pink bras, Zuri. A sheet of brisk wind passed through the room, carrying my silent thoughts and hopes with it. The curtains danced in the wind, as it got lighter and warmer, signifying that it was around six o'clock. It was as if I was stuck in a cross-legged position on my bed facing the window. My legs were slightly cramped and my eyes burned as I barely got any sleep. Tear tracks most likely stained my cheeks. I was used to it though. It showed even if you took a quick glance at my eyes. Tiredness glistened, causing them to appear droopy and the eye bags were a bit hard to miss. Late nights and early mornings seemed to be my thing as of late. No matter how tired I was, sleeping was a difficulty. Most times, my body would be asleep, but my mind wouldn't. Other times, I would be awakened by a nightmare and too afraid to go back to sleep. At this point, I stopped trying. I lazily rolled out of bed to make a bath, to take a bath that was surely needed. I stepped into the small bathroom that was connected to my room and stripped myself of my clothes and stepped into the shower. The warm water cascaded down my back and I instantly felt my worries flow away. My mind was clouded with thoughts, but it evaporated with the steam leaving it at ease. This was the best I've felt since the summer holiday and sadly, today was the last of it. My fluffy purple towel was tightly secured to my body as I searched for an outfit. I decided to wear a simple one. That's all I owned anyways. Soon after, a red blouse with thin white stripes and denim blue jeans lay on the bed. After moisturizing my skin with shea butter and putting on my undergarments, I sat at my vanity which had varied hair and skin products neatly placed on the white surface. I took off the shower cap and my kinky hair that was placed in four plaits was revealed. 
I pinned them down using bobby pins and then reached for my favorite head wrap that I wore when I couldn't bother with styling. Soon after, I had on my outfit and went downstairs to have breakfast. I lived in a small house with my grandmother that was located in an underpopulated community called Birchmount. It was just the two of us and has been that way for the past six years. I love her, but I love her because she is all I have left of my family. But sometimes I think she's too hard on me. Pressuring me to get good grades and doing multiple chores for a day while assisting her with her job. It gets hard with all of her demands, but I learned to live with it, just like everything else. I spotted my breakfast in the microwave and slowly ate the meal. My appetite has changed recently for some reason I am not aware of. I attempt to eat as much as I can, though. I can't stand Nana arguing with me again. I dashed to my room for a purse that I forgot and made my way out the door, locking it before I left. The walk to the mall wasn't far, only about 20 minutes. I enjoyed walks, especially when I was by myself. Thinking became my new hobby, well well overthinking, might I add. The sun glared on my figure, causing a bead of sweat to settle on my forehead. Vehicles speedily drove to their destination. Today was Labor Day, and I wasn't sure, and I was sure going, and I, well, sorry guys, and I sure wasn't going to miss this sale like I did with the previous ones. An hour passed, and I basically had everything I needed while sticking to my budget. I then made my way to the cashier to pay for my items and was out of the store. I was about to exit the mall, but it wouldn't hurt if I roamed the clothing store, right? With my shopping bags in hand, I walked into the large building painted in white. It was slightly packed compared to the school supply store. The place buzzing as a new song played from the speaker in the far corner of the store. Unsurprisingly, I spotted some of my schoolmates. I strolled through the building, observing the fabrics that caught my attention. Mannequins dressed for the season ahead were randomly placed and sometimes frightened me as I thought it was someone for a split second. It happens every time. Someone tapped my shoulders and I was met with the beautiful face of my best friend, Tora Williams. She was surprised to see me, which earned a playful eye roll. Who knew you were planning to leave the confines of your humble abode, she sassed. I stuck my tongue out at her and continued to stroll through the store. Very mature of you, Miss Adiko. What are you doing here anyway? I simply asked, with a faint smile playing on my lips. I came here to buy a bra. She then took my hand and pulled me to that section. Just one? I asked in shock. I would never leave my comfy home just for one item. If it's one item, it could surely wait. But Tora leaves her house for no reason at all sometimes, so I shouldn't have questioned it in the first place. She laughed at my question. In no time, we were at the brazier section, but we weren't prepared for what was ahead. My jaw was on the floor as I saw two boys holding lace pink bras against their chest. Deep laughs rang throughout the store, alerting one of the assistants who didn't seem to mind. They seemed to be around 17, if I'm not mistaken. Tora pulled me out of my trance as she went to look for her items. They go to our school, she stated absentmindedly, but I could spot the blush creeping on her cheek. Are you sure that's all you have to say? I teased. Shut up. I love seeing her getting riled up. It makes the days go by easier. 
I sneaked a glance in their direction and assumed that one of the boys was Hispanic, while the other one was African-American, which looked familiar. Both were undeniably attractive, even as they goofed around the store. What's taking so long, I questioned. We're leaving now. She took my hand in hers as we started to make our way towards the cashier, but before we could leave the godforsaken bras, one of them called out to us. Hey, wait up. The light-skinned African-American ran up to us. He had brown eyes like I did. They were absolutely underrated as they dazzled in the bright lighting. You go to Birchmount High, right? He asked smoothly. We both nodded while I didn't bother to hide my look of confusion. Just a friend reminder that tonight's our annual Labor Day bash. Thanks for the invite, Tora politely replied with a smile. I left all the talking to her as she was the outgoing one. It was natural. I'll be looking out for the both of you, he said, looking at Tora again before walking out of the store with his Hispanic friend that was scrolling through his phone, unaware of what just happened. Well, that was interesting, I stated when both were out of sight. Indeed. Okay, guys, getting right into the review part of it. The summary, like I said before, was short and sweet, and I really, really loved it. That was awesome. And the dedication and the prologue was beautiful. And I usually don't do this, but I have to. I am going to read the dedication and the prologue because they were so good. I literally just have to. Um, when I see cute things, I normally, um, you know, read it and I give the author's credit because why not, you know? Okay, so this is the dedication. Just it's simple and short. Here goes. To all the ones who want to be noticed, to all the ones who want to be heard, to all the ones who want to be seen. And I just thought that was a super cute dedication. And let me read you guys the prologue. Just a sentence out of the prologue, though, that really caught my attention. Not a sentence, a little sharp paragraph. The bad memories replayed in her head. Sweat surfaced on her forehead. She seemed cold but hot at the same time. A tear fell and others followed suit. She tried to fight it, but tonight she was defeated. And for some reason, that really stuck out to me. Just the way it sounded, the way the writer um, really hinted toward a struggle, an internal war going on. I just really loved it. Um, how she put that there. And I love the sentencing and how it all looks. And if you were to go ahead and read that book, then you'd see that it's so cute how she just has the sentence lined up and it's like middle font, center font or center spacing, whatever. It's just so, so cute. And I definitely recommend, recommend you guys checking that out. Um, I love how the author describes her morning routine, and I immediately know she's black. <laughs> like, I saw that, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so cute. Let me read the part where I immediately know she was black. Okay, so it's like this. This is what she said. 
Soon after, a red blouse with thin white stripes and denim blue jeans lay on the bed. After moisturizing my skin with shea butter and putting on my undergarments, I sat at my vanity which had varied hair and skin products neatly placed on the white surface. And as soon as I read shea butter, I knew, okay, I knew, I knew. <laughs> and I just think it was so cool how she put it like that instead of bluntly saying that oh she was black like I've read in books so many times like she took time to to word it in a way that she doesn't outright say um the ethnicity or the nationality or whatever of the character but I know right away and I just thought that was so so cool um, I love the dividers used. This is so like, you know, but I just love how she used the dividers. It's a little hand-drawn wave. And I love, love, love authors that do that. I am definitely going to start getting into that because I, I I, really want to really cuten up my writing, my books. You know, make it look a little aesthetic. Um, and I just thought that was so cute. And at first I didn't know how to. But I just realized um, you just go and insert a picture wherever you want it to be. And then it can act like a divider. So if you guys wanted that little tip or that little trick, I got you. And okay, moving on. The friendship between Zuri and Tora is real. I could easily picture me and my best friend in their shoes. Just their um, relationship, how they talk, just the whole chiding between them I love it so much it honestly literally down to the T reminded me of me and my best friend so kudos to you author you did a great job doing that and I'm sorry I don't think I mentioned the author's name but her name is Shanice Wrights on Wattpad so yeah and can I also insert and say that the names in this story is so cute there's Zuri um there's Tora I saw that there's a Mateo there's Kevon uh I just love it I love it so much names are a really big thing for me and when I when I see a name that I can immediately latch onto and I can just love and I really just really really like it I immediately am more drawn to the characters and I'm, I feel more closer to them, you know? And there's there's a hint of suspense in chapter 3 as she gives us a flashback to her younger self. The emotions that surface are raw and fresh because she still sheds a tear after thinking about her father. And I love how she, you know, she gave that insight um, into her past without you know, giving away too much because I'm I'm still in suspense as to what what happened, you know. And I love writers that can do that, that can, you know, tell me everything I need to know, but at the same time can tell me something in a way that will still have me guessing. I just love when authors can do that. And Shanice, you definitely can do that and you definitely leave a lot of imagination and in this instance that's amazing and you really have a knack for it um one thing that um one thing that i do wish was 
different or what could be improved is uh, some of the diction, some of the writing. Um, you know, sometimes we tend to write like how we speak and most times it's not how it should be, you know, so let's just, um, we should all be mindful of that when we're writing, not to say, hey girl, what you say? Like, you know, let's not write like that. Let's write professionally. I'm not, and I'm not saying that she is not because she's done an amazing job, but I'm saying just, you know, keep a reminder in your head to focus on proper diction and proper use of words. And if I had to rate this book out of 10, I would give this book an 8. Simply because it is amazing and I love it so much. But um, there's only four chapters and it is an ongoing book. I do agree. I just wish it was longer. I just wish like there were just, I just want more. Okay. There's um, several books that I review that I honestly go back to when I finish and I read. And Shanice, your book is definitely one of those books that I'm going to go back and finish as soon as you update. So I'm depending on you, Shanice. (laughs) Listen, guys, please go check out her book. Whenever you get the time, you will not regret it. It's amazing. 